Welcome to Lanarcanum, the city of magic. Built around the Everspire, the city shimmers with arcane energy. But that kind of power brings trouble. Trouble that sometimes seems to spawn from thin air. And no one knows trouble better than the Lanarcanum High Guard. The LAHG is comprised of several divisions, but of particular interest is the Special Visions Unit. The SVU deals with the strangest and most convoluted cases in Lanarcanum. This is one such case. We rejoin our detectives for the thrilling conclusion of Not All That Glitters. Well, um, we, we, when we come back from the break, of course, we start with a brief recap, recap of the episode thus far. Uh, this is Lawful and Orderly, Episode 9, Not All That Glitters. And thus far in the episode, we've seen the, the triumph or return of Officer Shannon Sparks who is um, currently not actually an officer of the High Guard. She's working to get herself reinstated uh, due to a clerical error, uh, and it will be retroactive. Not, a, she gets not that kind of cleric, the other kind of cleric. Right, not an error on the part of a cleric, but an error on the part of a clerk. Maybe a clerical error. Uh, in the meantime... Clerkical. Clerkical. That's a great word. Yeah, probably why they say clerical instead of clerical. Uh, <laughs> in the interim... Um, uh, officers uh, Twilson, Brownfeet, Sparks, and Officer Burke are in Mini Matbat investigating the death of Jaina Starheart, uh, the leader of the wizened old men who live on mountaintops. And uh, they've discovered that it's been done with a hammer. Uh, it was uh, the, the attacker was among a group of four people with steel toed uh, work boots, and the robes the Jaina Starheart were wearing, which were singed. Um, had suffered, or the, the robes themselves were singed, and they were enchanted against fire and cold, which means the fire uh, that had singed this person previous to their death must have been extremely intense. Mm. Uh, and we rejoin uh, our detectives in the city of Lanarcanum, where they hear the loud, now newly echoing voice of Skip Skyseeker. No, I'm pushing. I'm pushing it. The this one. Oh, oh, oh! It's working. Hello, hello. I'm Skip Skyseeker. Now say a five with your afternoon update. The wizened old bearded men on mountaintops, al along with fourteen other magical guilds and organizations, have been stripped of their nonprofit status <sighs> by the order of the High Dragon. May his glistening golden scales shine happiness upon all citizens. These organizations have been designated as hostile militias by the High Dragon, whose every breath is an exhalation of joy and prosperity across the city. Mortal mouthpiece Norberta Drake said, These groups are undermining the very foundations of our society and attempting to manipulate good, hard-working citizens into riotous acts, all while hiding behind political protections themselves well no more. Although tensions have been high across the city, rest assured that the High Dragon whose beneficence knows no bounds and whose wings will protect us all, will ensure the safety and happiness of all Lanarcanum. I'm Skip Skyseeker, now Sayer 5, and that's all the news that's fit to shout. My god, I can't believe that. <laughs> oh my god, so, guys, I feel like Skip Skyseer, he sounds like he's, like, really hot, but, like, I don't know, because it's coming from a random giant phone, you know what I mean? Like, you guys yeah, I, yeah I miss when he stood out on the corner. I, I miss yeah. the intimacy. Yeah. When, yeah. When, I mean, this little box, it was great. Yeah, it was nice. I, I think they, they chose right, though. If they were going to promote one of the Nowsayers up to, to you know, citywide Nowsayer magical status, I'm glad it was Skip. Yeah. Yeah. 
Nowsayer I will say that his best Nowsayer. Oh I will God, say that his booth Have we is still my Nowsayer. Oh like, God! Hardly can hear it. Halitosis. Oh, my God! No. How do you? It's like it's his breath is so bad I can smell it through my ears. Like that's how bad it is. You can yeah. hear the bad. It's it's awful. It's awful. Yeah. Gosh. I will say that uh, Skip's uh, now Sager station is still right outside Lion, Arga- Lion Arcanum uh, Highguard HQ, uh, which is nice. But of course, he's not near Mini Mad Bat, so you, you can't see him right now. But he is, oh. he's still stationed out there. He's, he's not forgotten his roots yet. Oh, wow. Yet. Oh. So. Um, so we, we, we join uh, Officer Twilson and Officer Brownfeet. Uh, Shannon Sparks, uh, they, this message came through right before they split up, and Shannon went to the DORPF uh, Department of Official Registry and Bureaucratic <laughs> Formality, which I did technically memorize. I, I can't find it on the paper, so I, I've had to memorize it. Um, uh, so you've won. Uh, yeah, so she and Bark are off there, and uh, Officers Twilson and Brownfeet are... Uh, Tracing these foot bootprints, which they um, they track them back to Arndo's Smithy. As as they're walking to the door, uh, Aaron is recounting for Illyn all of the things that Mikhail did on this airship battle with these these like mysterious figures. It's like, and you would never have believed it. He he really knows his way around an airship. Wow. I mean, he he basically well he he didn't manage to actually save me from falling, but. <laughs> It, it was pretty cool. He managed to keep the airship from crashing into the... Anyway, cool. it looks like this is the place. Oh, oh, hey, we're here. I wonder if they have any of those um, those hammer pies that I've heard about. Aaron mm. <laughs> knocks on the door. So I'm oh, getting kind of hungry. Uh, the uh, the door swings open a little bit, and uh, a voice from inside says, uh, Come in, it's a... Come in. Hi. Uh, Lovely not. smith that you have here. Do you guys carry uh, pies? Hey. Uh, well, actually, uh, and you see that you've indeed entered a smithy, um, but it's it's actually quite large, a little larger than you're used to, and um, there is a separate, uh, there's the there's the forge and the anvil and the various stock shelves and things, and there's a, you can see a back, a back room, uh, but there's also like a small table, uh, a kind of a kitchenette, and there are, uh, the, there's a short dwarf woman in a leather apron uh, uh, holding a smithying tool. A hammer and tongs and things. And then there are three other people sitting around this table uh, playing cards. Um, all the people are wearing red-winged badges, uh, which you identify as the symbol of the deputy inquisitors. Um, but there are sandwiches. Uh, hot hammer and cheese sandwiches. There's only there's only one left. Oh, um, oh, oh. At the coffee station at the kitchenette. Oh, hot hammer and cheese sandwich. Is, is that a pie? I was told about uh, it, but I wasn't told if it was pie or not. It's kind of like a meat pie, uh, a little bit. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Can, can I have one of those? Yeah, like a heated pocket of meat and cheese. Yeah, sure. Uh, it's for customers. I assume since you're here, you're going to be a customer. So yeah, help yourself. Heated pocket of meat and cheese. Almost like a warm pocket. Yeah. This is really hot. Uh, so while Ilan while is, uh, while is, um, is, is chowing down, Aaron actually kind of t- takes that moment while no one's looking to turn away and dig in his uh, costume supplies uh, to come up with two, not one, but two of these pins that look like the Red Inquisition pins. So he's got one on on either side of his lapel. Okay. Oh, uh, uh, I see you're you're a deputy inquisitor too. You've got. Uh, why did they give you two pins? Like we only oh. have. She looks around. She and the other three people all only have one pin. Obviously. 
Oh, deputies, it's uh, it's it's only natural. I'm as someone who is already a, a member of the law-keeping order here in the city. That uh, well, I I don't want to spoil it for you. Just keep at it, guys. You'll uh, you'll get there eventually. Um, do, um, uh, I want either disguise or a deception check, and I will I will let you pick which one you'd like to use for that. Uh, is disguise perform? Perform, I think so. I keep forgetting that they've gotten rid of disguise. Uh, so mm. yeah, we'll yeah, d- disguise um, is just an added proficiency you can add on top of the roll if you have a disguise kit. Oh, okay. I so, do, yeah. in fact, oh. have a disguise kit. So you get yeah, the disguise so then, kit uh, proficiency on top of the roll if you're using the disguise kit to use whatever skill you were going to use. So I think that's a, generally a plus two proficiency. It's your proficiency bonus is plus two, right? Oh my gosh. Well, then so. the only way this can go wrong is if I roll really badly. So Yeah, let's find out. Let's find out. Uh, oh boy. I rolled actually an 18. So that's 18 plus five for my performance and plus <laughs> two for the for the uh, the kit. So uh, that's a total of 25. Oh yeah. They all immediately are like, oh, sorry. Uh, 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 I guess you're, you're a... You're a, a, a a double deputy inquisitor or a... If that's or... what you want to call it. I, I really, if you haven't been briefed, I shouldn't tell you what it means. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, um, you, you didn't tell me you were a member of the inquisitors. You should have told me. While while Illyn is leaning in, uh, Aaron pins one of the <laughs> dragons on <laughs> Illyn uh, Shannon, Shannon and Bark uh, uh, catch you up at this point as well. Um, Bark, Bark, of course, was able to track uh, Illyn's... Uh, Illum's scent, uh, and they bark is Aaron. Is, Aaron did a great job. Bark is a lot faster. With that. So Shannon and Bark were able to catch you up, uh, and now you're all four standing in our nose smithy. Uh, one of you is a deputy inquisitor, and one of you is a double deputy inquisitor. And uh, yeah, so Aaron uh, cracks cracks his fingers and <laughs> says, uh, oh, "I see we've been busy here enforcing the the law and upholding the word of the dragon, huh?" Well, of course. Uh, I mean. Uh, Mini Matt Bat's a pretty good place, and uh, there are a lot of, you know, a lot of deputy inquisitors about, as I'm sure you know. But, uh, yeah, I mean, outside outside our little uh, our little neighborhood, it's uh, it's sketchy out there. A lot of rioters, a lot of, a lot of uh, uh, folks fomenting discontent, and uh, mm. you know, usually it just takes a, a, a oh, disciplinary just, action, just, I think is what oh, it's called. Yeah. Disciplinary action with the, like, when we take, like, the... Like, it's no, it's like just fists, right? That's disciplinary action. And the others all sort of generally agree. Yeah, yeah, disciplinary action is just like, is un- unarmed. Yeah, yeah. So oh, yeah, generally of, disciplinary action. Of right? course. Any, anyone who's speaking out. ill of the high dragon needs a little bit of the old correctives. My, uh, yeah. but my, my uncle had a still where he fermented discontent. <laughs> they all look at Ellen for a second. And then one of the people at the table goes, <laughs> I'll tell that one like to my to my nephews later. They'll they'll like that. Yeah, nice. Uh, Aaron Aaron continues. It's like, but we all know there are dangerous terrorists wandering around the city now in the guise of holy people. Yeah, I'm sure that if you encountered someone like that, it you wouldn't hesitate to protect your community in the strongest possible way, right? I mean, yeah. we know what it takes, right? You ain't talking about those old, those, those, uh, beardos, right? Those weirdo beardos with the robes. Absolutely. And, uh, I'm I'm sure you also know that we're, we're on the lookout for, uh, for any of them and, and any leads, uh, anything that we can find from them would help us, uh, track down the dangerous head of their organization. Well, if you're here to talk to us about, uh, 
the incident last night, rest assured, we took care of it. Uh, the uh, the the uh, person of interest has been uh, dealt with, and the uh, the cargo has been retrieved, as it were. Right? Oh, <laughs> and so, kind of so that's you... great. Uh, case closed, huh, guys? We 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 can go home. Maybe, maybe yes, take we some would pies? be happy to uh, take that off your hands and deal with the paperwork. Because oh boy, howdy, you would have no idea. Well, now, uh, well, now I what Arndo is looking like a little distraught. Well, now I was told that uh, I was to keep uh, keep hold of it and put it with the other supplies. And uh, of course, right until nothing. until relieved of this duty by. <laughs> The next uh, in the chain of command. Well, man, I guess you're a double deputy, but I still don't lie. I know it came. It came from higher up. I, I don't know. I think you're going to need a persuasion or an intimidation or deception or some kind of check. Or if uh, Scott or Jeffrey would like to have their characters step in and uh, and assist, then they can they can make a check in your stead. Of if they can think of any kind, anything clever to do, they can use whatever check fits. Nice. <clears throat> So, so, uh, Ellen would, would, uh, be, be contributing to this in, in some, ex- to some extent, but, but the problem is that Ellen has already been convinced that this is true. Like, oh, apparently you guys have solved the case. We just need to pick this up and take it to the chief and that'll be great. Uh, so, so it, it's not like a deception check because Ellen is not honestly lying. Uh, she thinks this is the truth. So, uh, I'm thinking persuasion maybe or, 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 um, but not uh um i will i will give you persuasion on that all right all right no because if she it's not performance because the illin thinks it's true so it's not as though they're trying to act anything so i'll give you persuasion because you genuinely believe it's true so so uh so illin says um yeah guys it i mean uh you know we we don't always wait for for the 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 right hires up to to come along we've got this guy back uh at her office and he loves paperwork. He couldn't come with us, but he loves it. And we'll totally take this thing and he'll like do all the paperwork. It's great. He does all my paperwork all the time. Saved me from having to ask Bark to do my paperwork. <laughs> Bark's like, Rolf. <laughs> and I, I didn't help at all. <laughs> okay, we'll mark that up as a failure on the scales of justice. Out of curiosity, how, how bad was it? It was a seven on the die and I'm pretty sure on persuasion I get a plus, oh, plus one. Eight yeah. Total. yeah, no, you're right. You didn't help at all. <laughs> um, so at this point, um, one of the uh, one of the deputy inquisitors has come a little closer to Ilan and is kind of giving their kind of squinting their eyes at Ilan's badge a little bit. Their badge is a little different than ours. Is that like a? Yeah, ours is kind of like a straight, like kind of a hockey falcon wing. It's more like a pigeon wing or something. It's like it's real puffy. It's kind of a weird, and that's not even the right color red. Like that's a little off. Oh yeah, um, Aaron. Aaron is now looking, looking over uh, desperately at Shannon to step in. Okay, so Shannon walks in and she's like, "Oh, you know, it's it's one of the newer newer pins. You you probably haven't gotten them yet. It's like the new 2018 line." Well, you don't have one at all, though. Well, no, because obviously I am a triple deputy, so there's no need for me to wear one. I just. Come in. And with without like Aaron, Aaron like basically like bows to her to make it Bow-tows. obvious that he he defers to her. Oh, thank you, double deputy. Thank you, single deputy. So that I mean, yes. don't blame yourself. And with that, Shannon would like to do some sort of insight to figure some more information out. So she's like, so um, 
So if you're if you're claiming to be a triple deputy, uh-huh. then I think if the only kind of information you're going to get out of them is organizational information, as they like try and because they, they they're not sure they believe you entirely. So what that's going to happen is they're going to do a little bit of a back and forth. They're trying to get information out of you, mm-hmm. and you're trying to gain insight from the conversation about how they feel about things and about how their kind of organization might work and what they might do if they say had something really important or had someone they had to deal with. Okay, so and is okay. is he going to have this conversation with uh, somebody else in the organization? And I'm like, no, this is going to be you and uh, you and the dwarf woman Ar- Arndo are okay. going to have a brief conversation here. So go ahead and roll your insight check, and we'll see whether she okay. divulges secrets. Here we go. Mama needs a new pair of shoes. Oh, Still toe boots. oh, so it looks like it's a nine plus five, so four. Oh well. <laughs> Yeah, that's a success. Mark that one up as a success. Nine plus five. Shannon is extremely wise beyond her years. (laughs) A triple deputy, huh? I've never heard. I've never heard of a double deputy. Triple deputy. I mean, if I didn't know better, I'd say that sounds made up. Like it's so, so crazy. I mean, so there's me. I'm a deputy, and I'm I'm a senior deputy. Senior deputy, technically. Um, And these are these are of course regular deputies. And we've all got access to the storage cave, right? Like everybody's got access to the storage cave. You guys have access to like an additional like officers lounge, or is there like because if there's like discounts or like a really nice cushy place, like I wouldn't mind kind of hanging. I mean, I like Mini Matt Bat and all, but it's not as nice as Matt Bat. Like Lantern Cam is kind of grungy, and so if there's like a nicer place that we can hang out, like in between assignments, you want to like let me know because like again, the storage cave. It's pretty damp and it's not great, and it's full of boxes and barrels and crap. So there's there's this meat store by where we hang out that I really like. The basement just has this wonderful smell, and I mean they they they, they let you in there uh, regardless of your rank, actually. But for some reason, I'm the only one hanging out there. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. That sounds like a weird thing that you do. So, but maybe well, no, I get but you, it. Okay, you, you could come. Uh, I mean, yeah. you guys are all welcome. Yeah, sure, sure, anytime. And Arndo leans closer to Shannon. So this guy's like not even a senior deputy, right? He's like a junior deputy. He's so like, I'm a senior deputy and you're a triple deputy. So if you want to like pass along to me, and if and she turns the other guy, like looks at the other guys out of the corner of her eye, and if, if I can't tell the other deputy, that's okay too. Like it'll be a secret. It's I, cool. I mean, you know, he's like, he's training right now. He's like, he's like a half deputy, like a quarter deputy, you like know. a quasi deputy. Yeah, we're doing this with. We're doing this program with a, a local school, and he he came in, so or she came in, so you know that's fine. We she can... um she is she gets real skeptical at that, like a training with this. That doesn't sound. I we were explicitly told that students uh, were not to be allowed to train as deputies. Um, in fact, in fact. I think there was a ban against halflings specifically. And one of the other guys, one of the other people pops up and says, Oh, uh, yeah, no halflings and no gnomes. Uh, it was what? totally racist, but like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't make the rules. When did this start? I don't remember this. Uh, they are all four on their feet now, and Arndo is backing up a little bit. And you know what? I'm not well, 100% sure there's such a thing as a double deputy. I, I or feel a like. Triple deputy. I feel like. Bark would have would have heard about this because because Bark outranks us all. Bark's the former chief. <gasps> what do you mean chief? There's, hey, that dog's got a high guard badge on its collar. Yeah. And if everyone would give me an initiative check, that would <laughs> yeah, be let's excellent. Let's do this. Let's do this. 
Uh, wow, uh, I got six plus two is eight. So that will give me some time to... Three plus three is six. Oh, well, not as much time as I thought. Okay, here we go. Here we go. This is it. Oh, okay. It looks like I got a 15 plus one. Am I right there? 15 plus nice. one. Nice. Uh, yeah, whatever your in- initiative says. Uh, it's just plus one. My initiative Yeah, is so 16. And uh, the folks here ended up with a flat 10. So, um, but... I'm going to give Arndo the surprise round on that because she's the one who sort of initiated things. And she does so by turning and running into the back room of her (laughs) smith, of her smithy. So, Shannon, you can uh, can take an action and then it'll be the other three deputy inquisitors and then Aaron and then Ilan. Okay. Um, So, I guess I will, can I maybe like run after her and do some light crossbow action? Like run into the back room? You can. Okay, awesome. Yeah, for sure. Okay, uh, so I guess like <laughs> what? Okay. Oh, light! Oh, I get it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Uh, so you want to make it a D twenty attack roll. Okay. Uh, and it it should be your proficiency bonus plus your dexterity bonus. Okay. It'll it'll, it, it'll be listed just uh, as attack bonus just to the right of your oh. of the crossbow. Yeah. Okay. If you've got if you've got an attack bonus for your crossbow, just use that. Okay. Cool. So let's roll this D twenty. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, I got an 18. And then my light crossbow, it says that it's plus three. Uh, So, yeah, so you roll an 18 plus three. And now you can roll that sweet, sweet uh, eight-sided die. Okay. Oh, and there's a puppy reward. (laughs) Oh, this one is a five. Yikes, a mundo. Um, so you uh, you hit uh, Arndo in the lower back with a crossbow bolt, Ouch. and she just tumbles face down. Uh, she's bleeding. She's bleeding, but she's still breathing. Oh, okay. So, but she's not moving. She is. She is down. She goes. Oh my god! You hit me in the back with a crossbow. This really hurts. Why would you even do? Oh, I, if I touch it, it hurts a lot more. Yeah, you're bleeding out. You should probably just stay still, homegirl. Oh. Uh, um, the other three uh, deputies uh, look a little shaky. Um, so they kind of like are nudging each other and looking at it. And one of them finally steps up and uh, with a, with a uh, picks a metal mallet up off the workbench and takes a swing at Aaron. Um, and I've got to actually roll a die for this. All Aaron, right. why, why are you doing... My... Yeah, if you want to tell me what your armor class is. Crazy. Armor class? Right? I'm not sure I know where that is. It's, uh, oh, oh there, you know there it is. It, it actually doesn't matter what your armor class is, because I rolled a one. Oh, so oh this person, buddy. This person hesitated, uh, and they, they're just, they, they, uh, they're like, they're like, <laughs> threw it at you they didn't even come close they just threw it at you and it just Aaron's kind of like yeah it clanks to the floor floor without hurting you and the other two uh, have wasted their time nudging each other so it is aaron's turn in fact uh oh okay so uh, they hemmed and hawed because shannon was so intimidating yeah um so oh boy what would be the fun thing for aaron to do here I think Aaron is feeling pretty gloaty about this. And uh, Aaron um, thinks thinks back to uh, one of the uh, musical style plays that he's been in recently. It's actually, it's, it's about 
uh, the, the central theme is a breakdown in the chain of command. And when someone tries to go outside of the world as they see it, they're, they're like smacked down and they pay the ultimate price. And uh, Aaron starts to uh, sing the song <laughs> that the chorus sings uh, to that character, like in, in their throes at the end. Um, at, like towards towards these uh, towards the attacker uh, as sort of a vicious mockery uh, for their uh, um, for their they're trying to achieve more than than they are really set for given their deputy status. Yeah, um, I will give you advantage for that uh, because of your your astounding description of of the detail in which with which Aaron lays the disc down. All right. And uh, let's see, I rolled a 15. I'm not sure. Add yeah, your, uh, um, is, is Vicious Mockery an attack? It's a spell. If it, yeah. Does it have an attack so, roll? I, I thought it just had a save. I think it's a... Something. Yeah, it's probably got a saving saving throw uh, on my part. But it's more oh, in that case. Yeah. I make Marty roll it. So, <laughs> sure. Marty, why do you add your charisma bonus and your proficiency bonus to that? Um, well, that's then, a lot. Well, yes. Yeah. So where's my charisma? Plus three and plus two. Uh, so that's a that's a unnatural twenty. That's oh, extremely unnatural, unnatural twenty. So I think uh, that is obviously a guaranteed uh, success. So uh, does this have, does this spell affect all three of the deputies, or is it just targeting one of them? Uh, it they're they're still like bunched. So oh yeah, they're all would, standing together. I would say it's it's for all of them. Perfect. Oh, and I'm uh, do do you want a success for Shannon's roll as well? Oh yeah, Shannon's I'm sorry. attack. Yeah, yeah for sure. Excellent. I'm not good, good at calling good. those out. Uh, so uh, yeah, so all three of the the, uh, the deputies um, just kind of they're like oh no oh this is they're all just like immediately down Catholic they're already kind of intimidated uh, and you just sort of break their spirit and they all sort of like drop what they're holding and like sit down and and uh, Illin comes around and cuffs them all with relative ease and and Bark mm. takes uh, Bark's action to run and get the hammer that uh, that that one uh, fellow half heartedly threw and picks it up and brings it back. Wagon tail. Perfectly. Um, Ilan, why don't you give me a, a perception or investigate check? I'll let you choose between those two. Ruff. Ruff. <laughs> and uh, Bark gets really sad that nobody's throwing the hammer again, and then. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I, I I get it. I like that. Okay. Uh, and then so um, perception insights are uh, both pretty bad, so I'll I'll take uh, either uh, thirteen on the die plus two is fifteen. Uh so great. Yeah, uh, that's a good enough bonus. Um, nice. Uh, so that is in fact the murder weapon that you've recovered. <gasps> uh, this this gentleman just happened to snatch it off the off the place where it had been uh, clean. Now it's been cleaned. But uh, Ilan's sharp eye notice. Uh, Ilan's sharp eyes notice <laughs> in one of the uh, one of the imperfections in the iron. There's still some blood stain, uh-huh. uh, and of course the wound the wound matches what Shannon showed uh, Ilan exactly. It's 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 a rounded hammer. It's uh, it's smooth. It wouldn't have left a very uh, it would have been a much shallower wound. So hey, hey, yeah, you've recovered the mother. Triple Deputy Shannon. Does this yeah. remind you of any sort of shallow indentation you've looked at recently? <laughs> oh my god, it's it's blunt. And I would know that if I spent half a summer at half ass church camp. <laughs> yeah. This is definitely the weapon that was used. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Uh the other thing that the, the, the three four of you, Hoodie Bark, managed to notice is that uh when you go to, to help 
to sort of staunch the wound of the of Arndo is that she was heading for a basement, and in that basement, um, you can hear like, uh, or you can see rather a a long tunnel leading uh, off uh, further into the city. Guys, so you've already uh, got you've already got the three deputies cuffed, and uh, Arndo is not going anywhere. <laughs> Uh, Aaron is, uh, well, so Aaron, Aaron has a powwow with the other officers, uh, and, and says, um, Arndo here could probably help lead us to whoever's giving the orders. Uh, if, if you want, I could, I could heal her up and we can march her down. I mean, I'm totally down for it because I don't think she'll survive if we just let her sit here anyway. So that's, yeah, that's, that's a fair point. Yeah. I just, chief gets real mad. I just want to find whatever it was they, they took. So you guys uh, get a, spl- a splint on her, and Shannon patches her up, uh, and 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 Aaron finishes it with a, a, a charmed, a few charmed healing, words, yeah. little healing word, beep, <laughs> word. Uh, and uh, she unwilling or uh, yeah, unhappily but willingly leads you down a very long uh, tunnel, and okay. you Bart, end up in. You stay here. You keep an eye on these three. If they oh. look like they're resisting arrest, you know oh. what to do. Good girl. We'll just be a minute. Don't finish off those little meat pies. Okay, finish Aww. them off. <clears throat> okay, I was getting a scooby there, so that's probably best that I stop. Um, you, um, so she leads you down to this, uh, this what turns out to be a large underground cave. Um, there's a sloping uh, staircase that leads up to a, a stone-like hatchway that opens, and there's a large, flat um, piece of polished glass on the opposite wall. But um, what you notice more is that there's all kinds of supplies and stuff down here. Um, there are, are scores and scores of barrels. Um, there are racks with black outfits in every shape and size. Um, there are shelves full of warhammers in the mat bat style. Um, you find a table with dirigible schematics, including annotations for sabotage. Um, uh, next to the uh, polished glass on the wall is a hanging mat bat flag with the the distinctive hammer symbol of mat bat, and um, uh, and you find a a book and the the object you're seeking which is the blood red object from the vision and here in the light uh, not in the dark shadowness of the vision you recognize it for what it is a dragon's scale and you can still see a few flecks of of some sort of gold on it but it is definitely the red is definitely the natural coloration of the of this scale the dark crimson blood red this is this is the scale from a red dragon. Where did they get this? And why did they color it gold? Is that color or is it plating? It's 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 actual gold leaf, it looks like. <gasps> oh. Whoa. Uh Ellen, what what does it mean if the Grand High Dragon that lords over the city is a red dragon and not a gold dragon, like they said? You're good with animals, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 dragons, dragons are easy ones because they're color coded, right? The 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 shiny mm. ones are good ones, <laughs> and the not shiny ones are bad ones. So oh. that would mean this was a bad one. Yeah, I remember that riddle growing oh. up, or the that rhyme: the shiny ones are good ones, 
The mm-hmm. not shiny mm-hmm. ones are bad ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bad ones. That rhymes. It rhymes in half one. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, you, you look around and sure enough, the barrels are full of gold leaf paint. Uh, and there is gallons and gallons and gallons of this paint. You know, and I'm, 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 I, I know that we're missing several of our best officers, but if, if they were here, I bet I know what they'd say. That, that these people are smuggling in black clothes and hammers and maps and gold leaf and they're not paying import tax. This does seem like a guild violation. Yeah. Right. Uh, Aaron, Aaron <laughs> looks, uh, inspired by that, Aaron uh, looks at the book to see if their books are in order, like to, to sort of channel Mikhail for a second. So it's a single, it's a single um, registry. Uh, and it is a list of. Um, you realize quickly that it's uh, it's it's supposed to be a list of everyone who's moved from Matbat to Lan Arcanum, mm. uh, and it lists people like uh, Norberta Drake, oh. um, Vizirian Drake, Peter, uh, who last name uh, you you don't know, but uh, Peter, uh, a Leona, uh, a Maxwell, uh, Bertram, uh, Arndo, Aloe. Ernesto, uh, and and countless other names of people, and uh, um, a number of them have symbols by them, and there's no legend, but there are, are stars by some names and circles by some names, uh, and Aloe's name has a star by it. Okay, so never mind uh. about the import stuff, guys. I found the lavatory, and apparently they've played a lot of import duties. There's so many duties in there. Ellen. <sighs> we, we we only know one aloe, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Unless you count that wizard aloe vera, but that was a really weird case. Huh. I I think her name is uh is here in this book. I think she might be working with these folks. <gasps> Say it ain't so. Dun dun dun. And just as Aaron says that the the polished glass on the wall flickers with light and there's a large yellow eye looking out of the glass uh towards you it is a a slit black pupil like a serpent and it blinks and you hear a booming grumble and it says mm, you're not supposed to be there officers Hi. And then it flicks away, and it goes back to being polished glass. Mm. Oh, bye. Kind of freaked out right now. Just. Yeah. Uh, hey, guys. What if we got the F out of here? Agreed. Let's get the F out of here. Oh, yeah. I can... All right. You rush up the uh, slope and out the uh, hatchway, uh, stone hatchway door. Um, I, um... Actually, I, on the way, Aaron, Aaron wants to ask uh, Arndo, is there a back way out of this place? <laughs> Uh, this is the this is the back way out. Like my play, like this connected to my smithery, and then like this hatch. So like those are the oh. two ways in and out. Always have a second way out. There is. It's a second way. There's two ways in and out of this storage cave. I don't know what you want from me. Also, I didn't design it. All right, come on. Uh, so the, you presumably you continue up the stone hatch. Yeah, I mean we got one one way to go. Okay. You swing it up and you find yourselves right outside the walls of the Ever Spire. And you are confronted with a uh, you are confronted with chaos 
A humongous riot has broken out outside the Abbot Spire. On one side, the the Red Inquisitors and a number of Inquisitorial deputies are lined up around the entrance to the Abbot Spire. On the other side, citizens of Lan Arcanum of every stripe are shouting and hurling rocks. Uh, And suddenly, on the other, the rioters are joined by a group of robed, bearded figures who begin throwing spells at the Red Inquisitors and their deputies. Uh, and it's at this point that one of the uh, Red Inquisitors turns to you, having seen the the thing open, and says, Oh, thank goodness, uh, we were afraid that there were no be reinforcements, or not Red Inquisitors, or deputies. Hi, hi, I'm Ellen. Yeah, sure, sure we are. Devil- and Arndo shouts, they're high guard! She's lying. She I- And... Uh, nope, the, the figure does not pause to listen to you. <laughs> he grabs uh, another couple of Inquisitors and they take off uh, into the into the Everspire. And it takes only a few moments before the rest of the Red Inquisitors do likewise and just just uh, escape into the Everspire, leaving most of the Inquisitorial deputies in the lurch. Wow. Uh, the, riot, the riot quickly turn, begins to turn south uh, as, uh, as the citizens... Uh, uh, come up against the deputies, but the the robed figures, the robed and bearded figures, intercede and and uh, and uh, uh, sort of put all of the de- round all the deputies up into a, a glowing orb. Oh. Um. So here's 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 yeah. where we are. You've got you've got a vic- you've got a perp. You've got three other people. Things are going a little crazy in Lanarkanum. You, I think, I think you have kind of two choices. You can either try and get back to headquarters and consult with the chief and turn in your your people, your perps, or you can like like try to deal with the crowds and the bearded people and the the other deputies here. Uh, Aaron Aaron looks around at this chaos. He sees that like the bearded old men who live on mountaintops. Yeah, they are the wizard old men. Yeah, they've yeah. they've uh, they've at least got the deputies in hand, and he kind of like looks up the Everspire, and uh, and checks himself. Like the 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 wizened old men, like they're they're pretty high level people. Aaron is a performer, and he is only paid to be a police officer. <laughs> so he he like looks at Arndo and looks back the way they came, and looks at everyone else. Is like, I think we got our perps. I think we should go back. It's at that moment that Bark emerges, uh, nosing the three and growling the three uh, other perpetrators uh, in front oh, of good. in front of her, and she has a mouthful of of ham sandwich. Oh. Good girl, Bart. Good girl. Who's a good girl? Who's a good girl? Oh, oh! My dog ate my hammer sandwich. Hammer and cheese sandwich was the last one. Before we go, I, I should, I should give this uh, shell thing back to one of those wise old bearded people, maybe. <laughs> hey, wise old bearded people. Hey, hello. Uh, yeah, you get the attention of the one of the wizened old men, uh, wizened old. Bearded men who live on mountaintops? I've forgotten. Hi. One of the old bearded robed oh, people, oh, and they oh. come floating over to you and, and sort of land. Uh, yes. Well, how can I help you? What's Hi, awesome? uh, uh, Hi this, this belongs to you, I, I guess. It, oh. um, yeah, one... This is what Jaina, this must be what Jaina was bringing us. Yeah, 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 there you go. She, she's going to be late. Please, this is, uh, this is incredibly important. Uh, please go return to your headquarters and 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 let your chief tell your chief about this and 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 
let let her read, make a decision. Uh, we'll contact the mayor's office and, and let them know what's going on. And uh, please stay away from the Everspire for right now. There, things are dangerous, and uh, and I don't know how things are going to go down here. You, you got it. We'll we'll do it right away after. A day of us writing up our report, and about a week when we convene a jury, we'll get this right on trial. Yep, pleasure. Um, so serving and protecting. Of, Bye, everybody. Yep. Speaking Bye. of trial, let's 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 start the trial right now. What are you? Uh, uh, what are you going to try and convict these perpetrators of? You've got Arndo, and you've got a number of other uh, uh, Matt Bat. Um, uh, I feel like we can definitely get Arndo for resisting arrest, right? If nothing else. Yeah. What is that? For? Oh, for sure. That seems. Uh, <laughs> resisting arrest. We've got, I think, all four of them for conspiracy. Uh, for uh, one of them for murder. Uh, we've got the the weapon yeah. and uh, Frodo charge for murder. Yep. Yeah, you can get four is enough for a Frodo charge. Yeah. So there's a, fro- a Frodo charge for Frodo conspiracy out. to. Uh, Wait. We also have a misuse of a guild implement or tool. Mm. Which is a significant? Uh, yeah, because that that's that's a hammer crime. for uh, metalworking, not for uh, yep. murderworking. Not for murdering. No, mm. no. Smith's Guild does not take kindly to that. And um, I I don't know if we want to also try to get them on being related to like this inventory of stash of things that we found. Uh, Aaron didn't take any of it with him except the book, so he will. Uh, hmm. Interesting. So, okay. So definitely. Uh, resisting arrest, well, definitely uh, Frodo Act, and and definitely... also we 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 charge them for um, collecting information on Lanarkhanum citizens without having a privacy policy established with the City Guild of Privacy Policies and Charters. Yeah, there was no there was no reference paperwork for a privacy policy. <laughs> yep, in the book. yep, yep. Not one of these people seems to have opted in. We don't know. We don't know. All right, so uh, so that the misuse of guild tools. Did we, are you actually trying to convict her of murder? I think I missed that. Yeah, yeah. I think if because we have the weapon, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we have the murder weapon. I don't know. It, like, if if we can get the uh, folks to, to pull prints or something to to show which one did it, I think we can accuse. Uh, at, can't can't we just do a Frodo crime them all for conspiring to? That's kind of where I was and, going, and therefore one yeah. of the four of them did it. Yeah, that's how ten, that tend to be how the Frodo Act it, it works. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. okay, all right, yeah. So let's put ninety seconds on the clock, and you, the jury, it is time to help us out. We need to hear in the chat. Do you think these four are guilty of misuse of guild implements and Frodo Act conspiracy? And while we're waiting on the jury to deliberate, um, I think we should join Shannon. Oh. Uh, because as you've arrived at Highguard uh, headquarters to deliver these perpetrators, uh, these suspected perps, uh, you find Clackerack waiting there with a message from the Dorf. And uh, Marty, can you tell me what the scales of justice I are? I absolutely can. There are three failures on the scales of justice, but there are six successes. Oh, no. Yay! Oh, we recovered it. Yeah. Uh, Shannon Sparks. Uh, is there a Shannon Sparks here? Yes, right here. Yes, here. Ah, excellent. Uh, I have a certified message for you from uh, Dorf. <gasps> Dorf. Oh. Very difficult to say. It's very hard to say. If you will sign here and you will take care of that. Yes, you're. Oh, wait, wait. And perfect. Excellent. And you rip it open and it says that you have been, Shannon Sparks has been fully reinstated <gasps> as an offer of the high, officer of the High Guard. And due to the technical nature of the error, um, you are being reimbursed back pay for the sabbatical you took. Ah. Um, so you are going to get three months of retroactive pay that you would not 
have gotten if there had not been an error. Oh, that's it's like that's great, Shannon. But I don't know how we retroactively get you onto the the basket orb bracket. That's that's gonna be tricky. Yeah. The finals have already been finished. I... And look, looking in the chat, it looks like uh, it's unanimous. It's a guilty verdict. Guilty. Excellent. Excellent. So this trial takes place uh, not not immediately, uh, but a little bit a little bit later when things have settled down. For now, these perpetrators are are in the uh, in the in the local lockup, uh, and when things have settled down a little bit, they will be tried and will be found guilty. So now I think we we've got one more message from our favorite mousesayer. No, I can do it. It's fine. Look, I, it, it's he- hello. I'm Skip Skyseeker, now Sayer 5, with your evening news. The violent riots that broke out around the Everspire this afternoon have died down, and the Red Inquisition has officially placed all 103 rioters in detainment after a series of magical duels with the terrorists of the wizened old men on mountaintops crime syndicate. Other rioters arrested included the Sisters of Sacred Sustenance, an organization with ties to the dirigible crashes last week, and Oakfoot, a tree ant terrorist who has been charged with releasing the dire manatees from King's Park, and <clears throat> attempted arson. The high dragon, may his glorious golden form inspire us to ever greater heights of... Uh, n- no, I can't, I can't do this. These, these are lies. The Sisters of Sacred Sustenance aren't tied to the dirigible crashes. They, they run a food charity, and, and Oakfoot, he's not a terrorist. He's, he's one of the wardens of King's Park. Why... How would he even leave the area? He watches over the creatures there and would never commit arson. And the, the high dragon, no. The dangerous dragon that ousted our former government isn't glorious. He's robbing the city blind and sowing chaos among us. He's killed scores of adventurers now. Adventurers who used to rely on Lanarcanum as a beacon of civilization. I was ordered by the Red Inquisition to spout this propaganda before, but not anymore. The people of this city need to hear the truth. You need to hear the truth. Stand up, Lanarcanum, and unite. Together, we can oust this monster from our city and take it back. I am Skip Skyseeker, now Sayer 5, and that's all the truth that's fit to shout. The city seems to have gone silent for a moment. Uh, the dark, the sky has darkened since you've returned, and the last echoes of Skip's voice uh, float around the alleys. Outside the window, you can see him, Skip Skyseeker, looking proud and a little terrified. Um, but you see something else, too. From the center of town, a gigantic, shining yellow form is flying your way. The dragon has descended from the Everspire. His golden wings propel him forward at an alarming speed, and the chief orders an evacuation of the headquarters. Here we go. Oh, no! As the last... Uh, Quick, quick, grab the coffee machine! Yes! (laughs) Team lift, team lift! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you grab you grab your personal belongings and the most precious things in the in the headquarters, including making sure that the perps get out and uh, all the uh, non police staff. Uh, I and as those the last... two, the prisoners. <laughs> <laughs> as the last few people clear the streets, uh, the dragon appears, giant wings whooshing above it. He bellows an ear splitting roar and blows a blast of fire down at the street at Skip Skyseeker's news post. Luckily, the chief was able to convince Skip and all the other citizens in the area to retreat into the sewers. Into the sewers. Uh, a, a rodent-looking uh, woman, older woman, found everyone a safe place uh, below ground. And through the grates, you can see the dragon burning down the entire block. 
High Guard HQ, Skip's Newsstand, the Ham Hawk Place. Everything the is out. Ham Hawk Place? But something's happening to the dragon, too. As the heat from his fire washes over him, his golden scales begin to run. Beneath the gold, a deep blood red shines through. By the time he's finished burning the block, he's been revealed as a dark blood red dragon with eyes full of malice. Content with the destruction here, he turns on a wingtip and flies back towards the Everspire, raining fire down upon the city as he goes. That's disturbing the peace! Thanks for listening to Lawful and Orderly Special Visions Unit. Join our detectives next time for another exciting adventure in Lan Arcanum. Same RPG time, same RPG Academy. Visit us at dndsvu.rpg.academy. Our whole crew can be found on Twitter. Scott is at G-E-O-W-T-F. Jeffrey is at A-T-L underscore Spielberg. Clara is at A-L-O underscore S-E-D-A-1. Marty is at Schmarty. And Andrew J. Young is at That1GM. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and review. Or tell a friend about the show. Thanks.